0: Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.
1: From the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Friday, February 9th. I'm Jonathan All. A congressional race in southern Illinois pits two far-right Republicans against each other in a battle of who's further to the right. Well, who is this Mike Bost, what's he done? And I never get an answer for that.
2: Our real issue is to try to gain ground where we can gain ground and actually govern.
1: A preview of the GOP primary in Illinois' 12th congressional district coming up on The Gateway. The organizer of a bid to ease Missouri's abortion ban is shuttering an initiative petition campaign. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum says the Missouri Women and Families Research Fund measure was seen as a more modest alternative. Jamie Corley was trying to get enough signatures to present voters with a measure legalizing abortion up to 12 weeks of pregnancy and creating exceptions for rape incest, fatal fetal abnormalities and health and safety of the mother. But Corley, a longtime Republican, says she's shelving her initiative petition. She cited how Missourians for Constitutional Freedom's proposed amendment legalizing abortion up to fetal viability is gaining steam.
0: Having two
3: amendments on the ballot would pretty much guarantee both of them fail.
1: Corley's group has not raised as much money as Missourians for Constitutional Freedom, which has taken in millions of dollars since announcing their initiative petition in January. I'm Jason Rosenbaum. St. Louis Public Radio. Descendants of enslaved black people who helped build Jesuit missions in Missouri, including building St. Louis University, say the institution owes them up to $74 billion for unpaid labor. Descendants of the St. Louis University enslaved held a press conference yesterday at SLU asking the university to work toward racial healing. The family says SLU has not included them in any restorative justice efforts since 2021. Arriva Martin is the descendant's attorney.
0: We are calling on you today, St. Louis University, to give the descendants of Henrietta Mills a real and substantive role in the pathway forward.
1: University officials say the institution has been slow to reconcile and is looking to work with the descendants to repair past harms. Students and alumni at Lincoln University in Jefferson City are demanding accountability from their board of curators after the suicide death of their former vice president of student affairs. Caitlin McIlwain has more on the student protest yesterday and their efforts to remove the board and university's president.
0: Dozens of students and alumni at the Lincoln Board of Curators meeting held up pictures of Antoinette Candia Bailey as they made their demands. They wore t-shirts that read, Karma is a beast. Students say that line was in Candia Bailey's final email that called out President John B. Mosley's alleged harassment. Student Fallon Ensley says they're using the increased media attention to demand solutions to concerns they've been raising for years, like the quality of residence halls and food and the need for more mental health support on campus. It's not about black and white. This is not a race thing, and we do not want to make this a race fight because it's not about race. It's about a lack of accountability within our administration, and it's time for them to be held accountable. The board said their first concern during hiring is not race, but experience in higher education. They expect an update from the investigation into Mosley's conduct in the coming weeks. I'm Caitlin McElwain.
1: Researchers at Washington University in St. Louis have found patients hospitalized with the flu can suffer long-term health issues. Scientists studied data from unnamed Veterans Administration patients who had been hospitalized with COVID-19 and compared them to those hospitalized with the flu. They found that while COVID-19 patients had higher rates of long-term health problems, some flu patients had breathing problems for months. Mizzou neurology professor Adan Qureshi who was not involved with the study says the data confirms what many patients have long suspected. It's always been known that you know if you ask people who have survived any uh, infection that you know things never went back to the same. While the coronavirus affected many different organ systems, patients with long-term flu symptoms suffered mostly from respiratory problems. There is excitement in St. Louis for Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas. St. Louis Public Radio's Brian Munoz reports this is despite the city not having its own NFL team. Nielsen, a global audience insight company, found the
3: St. Louis market had the third largest national viewership of the AFC Championship between the Chiefs and the Baltimore Ravens last month, trailing only Kansas City and Baltimore. A large number of residents in the region share the excitement shown in Nielsen's findings, including Kendall Beard, a co-founder of the self-described largest Chiefs fan club in the St. Louis area. He says hundreds of fans will be cheering for Patrick Mahomes and hopes he will lead the team to victory at Weber's Front Row in Webster Groves.
2: We yell and scream together. We do the things at the bar kind of like they do at Arrowhead. It just brings everyone together. It makes it a special place.
3: The Chiefs take on the San Francisco 49ers Sunday evening at 530. I'm Brian Munoz, St. Louis Public Radio.
1: In far southern Illinois, a conservative congressman like incumbent Mike Bost would ordinarily be a shoo-in for re-election. But he faces a serious challenge in the March 19th primary from a fellow Republican who says Bost's voting record isn't good enough, even though Bost was in line with former President Donald Trump 94% of the time. Alex Stegman reports. In a campaign ad filmed on a dreary,
3: foggy January 1st, Darren Bailey walks out the front door of his home carrying an AR-15 rifle.
2: A lot of people have been asking me if I'm going to comply with JB's illegal gun registry.
3: The point of the ad is for Bailey to protest Illinois' new assault weapons ban, which had just gone into effect that day. Well, friends, here's your answer. Bailey takes aim and shoots at a piece of paper tacked to a tree that said, I will not comply. Bailey's challenging incumbent Mike Bost for his seat in Congress. Normally, established political parties like to avoid divisive primaries like this, so I went to Bailey's family farm to get a sense of why he's doing this. Good to see you. you as well. So Bailey do you do? says he's running because he's unhappy with the job that Bost has done. I see failure, and then I begin to go around and just ask people, well, who is this Mike Bost? What do you, what's he done? And I never get an answer for that. Bailey's known as a political firebrand. He made a name for himself in Springfield as a state representative and state senator and won the Republican nomination for Illinois governor in what was an expensive and competitive primary. He even got Donald Trump's endorsement in that race, which may have helped him win the primary, but not in November. Bailey lost badly to Democrat J.B. Pritzker, which led here. Bailey running for a seat in Congress that's already held by a reliable conservative. Bailey says Bost is out of step with the party, though, saying Bost supports background checks and regulating bump stocks. Plus, Bailey says Bost has been ineffective. Might have thrown some papers up in the air 10 years ago, or maybe last year, they don't know. Bailey's referring to Bost's viral moment. I
2: feel like somebody trying to be released for Egypt, let my people go!
3: My God, they me you can't my hear it, but Bost throws a stack of paper in the air and tries to punch it out of exasperation. It was a rare moment of theatrics for Bost back when he was a lawmaker in Springfield, and he lost his temper with Democrats who controlled the legislative process. Now that he's in Washington, Bost says frustrations still boil over, but he's not being an obstructionist.
2: One thing's for sure, when you express a strong opinion, you've got to be willing to work to make the changes not just to say, I've got a strong opinion.
3: Bost entered Congress in 2015. He says his main issues in Washington are ag, infrastructure, and veterans, and he's introduced 85 bills, five of which have become law. He calls himself a governing conservative.
2: Our real issue is to try to gain ground where we can gain ground, and actually govern from the small majority that we have.
3: And while he doesn't use Bailey's name, Bost does take shots at his primary challenger.
2: Unfortunately, we have people that are more interested in being on social media to get likes on social media and also who work to get on a 24-hour news network.
3: In this deep red district, whoever wins the March 19th Republican primary is likely to win the November general election. But Bost is still fighting for political survival against his own party, with Trump potentially leading the ticket this year. So, he's lined up endorsements from Congressman Jim Jordan and Ronnie Jackson, Donald Trump's former physician, along with groups of farmers, police officers, firefighters, and veterans. Bost has heavily outraised Bailey so far, 6 to 1, with Bost raising a little more than $1.8 million last year compared to Bailey's 311000 Though Bailey has gotten a couple of major endorsements of his own from the far right side of the party, Congresswoman Mary Miller of Illinois and Congressman Matt Gates of Florida, One person who has not made an endorsement in this primary race, at least not yet, is Donald Trump.
1: I'm Alex Degman. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music is by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Jonathan All, and from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Have a good weekend.